All right, podcasters, back. Episode six. Got Gabe Spencer with us today. Gabe, how you doing, sir? Man, I am rocking and rolling. How about yourself? Man, trying to not freeze to death in uh, in the old North Carolina. Yeah, <laughs> hey, it can't be that bad. Shoot, I know it ain't as bad as where you're at. Tell me where you're at. You know, I can't I can't disclose my location because I'm duck hunting right now. But <laughs> I'm in a place in the Midwest. It's really, 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 really cold. So. <laughs> He's, uh, yeah. Okay. So I seen on Instagram, you went this morning. Um, how many, how many birds you come out with today? Was it good? Or was I mean, weather? No, I mean, we, we whacked on them pretty good. Uh, we got 27 this morning, so it was, uh, it was pretty good. Sorry if you hear a little hissing in the background. I'm actually making some coffee. So. Oh, heck uh, yeah. I'm warm myself up. There you go. Um, all right. So. 27 this morning what what all came in just mallards or what do we got you know we had a, had a bunch of mallards but we had a couple of uh man we had a couple widgeon we had uh a few gray ducks uh, i think we even shot a lesser scop so i mean Ooh. i don't normally hunt uh hunt areas that that have those kind of birds but you know when the, you have these giant fronts like this that blow through you get all kinds of uh oddball stuff in there which kind of makes it exciting you know i, sh- I chase green most of the time right but, Man, it was fun. No, it was a great hunt this morning. That's awesome. I've never killed a widgeon. I've never seen a widgeon in person, and that's oh, wow. that's on my bucket list. Yeah, hey, um, come out to the Midwest, man. You, there we at. We we definitely have them. Well, I'm waiting on a phone come call. To, come to Texas and uh, and come blast on them. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting on the phone call. I'm ready. I'm packing the bags tonight. There you go. Um. So tell me. Tell me a little bit about you. What 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 are you doing? Where are you at? I mean, what what's the career path for you? What do we got? You know, so you know, my, my real job, uh, I'm a I'm a roofer. I'm a roofing contractor uh, out of Tyler, Texas. I own Accurate Roof Systems. Um, you know, so that's my real job. My, I have a uh, kind of a side hustle. It's Kimmer Creek Media, which is media production. We do all kinds of. Uh, uh, content creation for all different kinds of brands. We travel all over the world filming, filming different types of hunts. Um, got back from Tajikistan last January, about a year ago today. We're headed, we're scheduled for uh, Botswana, Africa in June. So lots of stuff upcoming this year, lots of lots of big stuff. And that's kind of been a lot of big focus here. Um, I got a team here, uh, David Jimenez. Uh, he's our videographer, uh, editor here at Kimmer Creek. So him and I pair up and we, uh, you know, we just try to make a lot of cool content and really, uh, you know, create a lot of cool stuff. People might want to see maybe in the off season, you know, yeah. kind of what gets me through. I like to just sit there and, uh, kind of relive some cool moments and stuff like that. So. Right. I want to hit on everything. So you said your, your full time is roofing, correct? Correct. Yeah. So, so how did you get into roofing? What, what made you, like- you know, um, it was actually my, my, uh, my brother-in-law kind of got me going into it and, uh, you know, so we were doing like, he was doing some liquid applied coatings, uh, up in Oklahoma and my wife and I had moved to Tyler, Texas and he was like, man, there's nobody doing it over there. So we, uh, kind of took off my, my wife actually sold the first couple roofs for us. And, um, you know, I was actually in the fishing lure business then I started black angel lure company long long time ago and so i ended up selling that and i got into the roofing gig and it was kind of um kind of crazy the first six eight years and then kind of started taking off so 
that's been my full-time gig for a long time now. And, uh, and then we, you know, got into, now started doing Kimber Creek, but roofing's cool. You know, we make great money doing it, but it's, um, nobody likes a roof. I mean, people don't call their friends up and like, dude, we got a sweet new roof. You need to come check this out. Like (laughs) nobody cares about their roof. So, you know, it's not, it's not very glamorous, but it still pays the bills. It's great. It it gives me uh, a lot of opportunity to do, to chase waterfowl. My wife is really awesome that she kind of holds the fort down for me while I'm, while I'm on the road. And, uh, I think I'm going to get a divorce every January at the end of the, at the end of every January. Cause she's so mad at me, but, um, no, I've got, uh, I've got a really badass woman behind the scenes that, uh, that holds the fort down. So. That's awesome. That's awesome. super, there, super thankful for that. that yeah, no, I get that a hundred percent. Is there a lot of competition in roofing in, in your area or? Oh yeah, man. Roofing is, um, man, it's crazy. You know, there's, uh, it's like the wild West, at least in Texas. I mean, so, but I've been at the game a long time That's awesome. and uh, but yeah, tons, tons of competition on it, but you know, it's all good. It's like a, it's like a really popular duck hunt spot. <laughs> Everybody's there. Everybody's in the roof game. Oh so, yeah. But I, I look at roofing, you know, I'm a, I'm a, been a salesman my whole life. And so I really look at, I, you know, when I'm, I, I'm a through and through door knocker. That's all I do. I'm a door to door sales kind of guy. Yeah. My entire team, I train, train my team to do that. And, uh, and I look at it a lot like hunting or a lot like fishing, you know, because it's just the kind of game. So I, I really, really enjoy it. So how many people do you have working for you? Is it, is it a um, pretty big? I mean, it varies a little bit, but I mean, I would always say uh, anywhere from 15 to 20. Nice. Do you roof, sub stuff out or is it all kind of you? Yeah, we do a lot of sub work. Um, we have some internal teams as well that do some other stuff. So, we, you know, a little both. Dang, y'all are crushing it sounds like. Well, we give it hell anyway. There you go. There you go. So, all right. So we got the roof game. Now, I've been I've been creeping on your Instagram, kind of. I mean, kind of stalking a little bit. What What's with the cooking show? Tell me about this whole cooking ordeal. How did you? Yeah. So, I mean, if if anybody that if you talk to anybody that knows me, I am I'm a food guy, man. I mean, you know, it kind of shows. I mean, I uh, same. Uh, you know, I'm out. always. You know, I mean. I, I, you know, I'm not going to miss, I'm not going to really try to miss a meal too much, but you know, it's, uh, I, I have, I've always had a love for cooking. I, I ran a, a, few, a couple of food trucks about six, seven years ago. I had that going for a while. Um, and you know, I've always had a kind of a, a passion for cooking and, and all things, you know, food just in general, that's really cool. So something that's off the wall and I'm always cooking. So I'm, I'm always cooking up something. If anybody's hunting with me in the blind, you know, I'm usually making something, cooking something. I mean, I've cooked ducks. Like I had a buddy that was hungry and I didn't have anything to cook except some mallards that were hanging on a strap. I'm like, cool, let me cook these for you. So I literally built a grill out of some will- some green willows and built a fire underneath that, cooked those things for about 45 minutes. He's like, dude, you don't have salt, pepper or nothing? I'm like, no, you're good. So I cooked that on. I cooked that for him. He was like, dude, this is the best duck I've ever had in my life. <laughs> I'm like, well, it might be because you're starving, but um, – <laughs> But no, so it's like so. So I started, uh, I started the Scatter Chef because so many people would hit me up for all these recipes and hit me up with all this stuff. And so I was like, I talked to David, my, our media guy here at Kimber Creek, and I was like, dude, let's start a cooking video. And so we we kind of kicked that off in like August, and it just went freaking nuts. Um, I mean, we started getting paid on YouTube within like forty five days. Wow. And just started crushing that and i was like wow this is crazy and, but it, you would think that my audience would be like hunters and fishermen and stuff like that but I, even on that show i don't cook a ton of 
wild game. I mean, I do cook some wild game on there, but I cook a lot of different stuff. But, um, but my target, this is what's crazy. Like my target audience, you know, you would never guess that it's 65 plus year old women that watch my show on their TV between seven and 9 PM. No way. I was like, I got a bunch of, I had some, you got the hot granny. Dude, I had some granny sliding in the DM. <laughs> Ask me. I'm not kidding. It was wild. Mama. They were hitting me up. I was like, really? This is what we got going? <laughs> Mama, like, wants got to see to worry your, about. Mama wants to see hey. your ingredients. She was wanting to check it out. She was wanting to see that, that wanted to see that sugar stir that I got. <laughs> so, wanted to see that a little golly. bit. So I can't blame me, her, but so, I mean, hey. Yeah, no, I, I get it. You're a handsome fella. There you uh, go. So tell me, who, who sparked who sparked the the cooking? Did you learn from your mom, your dad, your grandma, grandma? No. So my so my great grandma, I guess she kind of started me off, and uh, I would follow around the kitchen a little bit, and um, my mom definitely a little bit. And man, I I don't know. I just kind of uh, did they cook hmm. a lot of wild game or? No, no, not at all. My none of really my family was. My grandma hunted a you know got me into hunting. Um, but you know, but you never know, any aunt, wild no, game in the, in the kitchen. Not really. No, huh? No, no. I just, um, I really just started experimenting with a lot of these, you know, a lot of different wild game. And then I see what, you know, the crap they sell in the store. I'm like, you know what? I mean, I got a certain set of skills and I kill all kinds of shit. So I don't know if I can say that, we might have to beep it out, but, um, no, you know, matter. but I kill all kinds of stuff and, and, uh, I just think that's a lot better for us, you know. That's it's, uh, that's awesome. What is so? What's not your go to? What's the go to <laughs> meal you're cooking in the kitchen? Oh, dude. Uh, it, I don't know. Really, your wife says really I'm starving, babe. Go to the grocery store, cook me something. What are you getting? And what are you cooking? Uh, I'm I'm probably not going to go to the grocery store. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I cook a. I work with Axis a lot. I mean, I've got a deer lease over in uh, by Fredericksburg, Texas, and it's loaded with axes so i shoot a, t- a bunch of those i just wow. stack bodies when i okay. go out there I call, I call it the uh the meat market yeah um and so i go i go out there and bust a couple axes or some all that and uh so i work with that a lot i mean one of my simplest things to cook is just some axis burgers i, I cook wow. those a lot it's just um they're just good i i mean they're easy pretty simple and but you know i mean never, we use it i've never use had every- axis I would compare it to elk. Um, it's okay. It's a lot. Uh, it's it's almost identical to elk. It's uh, you know super lean, which most wild game is anyway. Oh yeah. But I eat a lot of duck. I mean, we've completely you know we've completely uh, replaced our steak pretty much. I wouldn't say completely, but like ninety percent. Yeah. Uh, replace steak with mallard, mallard duck, or just duck. You know, I leave its skin on, and you know I grill it. And I treat it just like a piece of beef, and I cook it. You know to 135 internal temperature and dude you can't tell the difference between that and a and a steak i, I just i, I wow. cook it for a lot of people who are like i can't believe this is duck i thought duck tasted like liver and that's what everybody uh, said everybody's like i'm not eating those duck. are the people i like to hunt with yeah <laughs> so i hunted with a bunch of those guys today and they were like no nah, we don't want them i'm like all right so sweet so okay. i got a whole truck bed loaded with freaking mallards right now you, have you cleaned uh, them yet or what no they're they're actually frozen solid so i'm gonna wait <laughs> They're solid frozen, God. so I'm not messing with them. That's awesome. Uh, What's uh, so we're gonna stack some bodies for a few days and we'll clean them. There you go. Um, all right. So what what would your be what would your go to be on a meal in the duck blind? What's your easiest? You know your go to. Dude, I think I mean I'm like anybody else. I'm just gonna 
I mean, we do. Are do you a couple packing? Things. Are you packing a lot of food into the blind, or are you? Just... Mm, it depends. You know, I, here's the thing. So I don't really. I used to cook breakfast in the blind all the time, but then I started learning that then you got to get out of those waiters in about 45 minutes. So <laughs> I kind of stopped it. I kind of right. put that stuff on hold a little bit because, you know, I don't want to crab my pants out there. Yeah. So and it's you know when it's this cold, I'm like I don't really want to get out of this gear right now. So, but I, I have, but if I would, you know, I do, I do, I do, I do breakfast tacos a lot. I mean, it's simple, you know, I can just throw on, throw some sausage in there, crack, you know, however many dozen eggs I need, dozen eggs, how many guys I got. Yeah. It can go together really quick and I can just load up some tortillas really fast and pass them around and it's an easy cleanup. Are you so doing I, it on, do that on a griddle or you, you just house um, fire just in the middle of the field? I, no, I, I've got just a, I've got like a jet burner um, in a in a big skillet. Sometimes uh, we've you know I broke out like a blackstone or something like that. But most of the time I've just I carry around a Yeti loadout box, and it's it's I call it my cook box, and I just it's got everything I need in there. So packs in in the boat really great. You know it can double as you know whatever else you need because you can't kill those things. Right. And um, so that works out really good. So those little Yeti loadout boxes you know, are game changers. And, um, but yeah, but then another thing that's one of my favorite things in duck one is beer moses. I, I break those out in the morning a lot, uh, which is uh Coors light and orange juice. Mm. They're fabulous in the morning. I'm doing dry January and it's the hardest thing in my entire life. I've done. Yeah. That that's be, that'd be tough. <sighs> oh um, man. I'm, I'm craving and the Cowboys play today. I'm, I'm waiting on, you know, some, some wild card weekend football and there you go. I, and I, and I'm not having a beer and it's, it's first time in a long time. <laughs> yeah. I bet that's tough. It's I bet awful. That's tough. It's awful. I'm not going to take that on anybody to do a dry January. Right. Right, I'm not going to take that. <laughs> so tell me about uh, kind of what got you going on this podcast here. So I really, I wanted to do something. I wanted to get my foot in the door. Outdoor industry, kind of like get my name out there, do something, something different. Yes, there's a lot of podcasts, outdoor podcasts out there. But there's nothing around here. Nobody does it around here where I live. And I was like, this this might could spark some listeners around here, some local guys, and and get some conversations going. And um, it's I like to talk. Uh, I think I think I'm pretty good sure. at it. So I, uh, I I wanted to do something different, and here we are, six episodes in. Go, I really enjoy it. I've gotten some good uh, some good feedback. I've gotten some bad feedback, but I I strive off that negative feedback, and I I try to better myself. And, I'm uh, I'm working at getting better every day with it, and I really, really thoroughly enjoy it, and I take a lot of passion into it. Um, recently, uh, last week, got some got some merchandise in, uh, some hoodies, some t-shirts. Um, they're going fast, so it's it's pretty cool. I mean, there's people in Virginia. There's people in um, I mean, I I can't name everywhere, but there's there's people everywhere buying these these hoodies and t-shirts, and it's like holy cow! Like I've reached far out there that I thought I was just going to be like a, a local podcast, but I mean, I've got listeners everywhere now. So how long, so you've been doing this, how long at, when we're recording this one as how long have you been doing it? Probably two weeks, you no, know, uh, about a, about a month and a half. Okay. Cool. I took, I took two weeks off, got some, got some new equipment and, um, we're back on the game and, uh, hopefully starting to roll them out now. Nice. Nice. 
So yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I really enjoy it. I, I do. I thoroughly enjoy it. I uh, I look forward to talking to new people and um, and seeing what's out there and just and and seeing different views of uh, like like where you're at. Hunting is different where you're at than where I'm at, and it's it's Lots, yeah, it's totally different. I guess. I mean, I've never hunted. I've never hunted really on the East Coast, but um, where you're at, you're in the Mecca. You you shouldn't come here. <laughs> I don't know if we're in the Mecca, but it's. I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty. I think it's pretty good. Yeah. We, uh, you know, I try, I normally hunt, you know, I hunt probably this year. I've hunted, I've, I've actually haven't hunted a lot of States this year. I've only hunted three last year. I hunted seven States. Um, so I travel a lot. I've already, I mean, this year, so uh, when you, year, I when you eight, travel, yeah, when you travel to hunt, are you, are you the guy with the camera? Are you, you pretty much got the gun in hand? What are you, doing? I, I always have a camera. So, you know, David isn't, um, he's not available to, to roll with me. Like on this trip, David's with me. Um, and so we're, he's able to get some sick content. Um, I, I normally do both. I'm normally, I'm normally rolling camera. Um, are you setting the camera up on a tripod and then you've got the, no, gun no, no. Or, no, I have to, I take the, I take my choice. I'm like, okay, is this volley? Am I going to video this and make some content? make some cool stuff or am I going to shoot these birds? So, and it really depends on, you know, I just, sometimes I do both. Sometimes I just, I get as much enjoyment out of running the camera as I do running a gun. Right. Uh, you know, if, if I, if I feel like, man, these guys got it, you know, we'll still bust a limit. I'll let them shoot my limit yeah. and I'll just run the camera. If I feel like, damn, these guys can't shoot today. I, I'm going to have to freaking chime in and maybe see if I can help pick off a few. Yeah. Then I'll do that. So it's just, um, you know, I get a great, I get a lot of enjoyment doing that. My, my thing is I, I like to scout. I like to, I like to run the back roads. I, That's I run, uh, I, I got an Overland truck, so I don't have to worry about hotels. I don't have to worry about things like that. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I, I just, I stay mobile. So I, I mean, I may be in Missouri one day. I may run to Kansas the next. I may, you know, I may run back to Texas. I may, you know, I you just never know. Yeah. So. Um, and I, and I run with a lot of the guys from, you know, I, I've got a lot of friends in the, in the, in the industry that we all kind of run the same way. So all the guys that back down South clothing, I know them. Um, wow. so you're uh, you know, what's his name? Col- Colton Kerr, uh, Michael Sims, um, with back down South, uh, you know, I'm friends with Dennis Luger, you know, Dr. Duck. I know, you know, I'm, he lives six miles from my house, so I know Dennis wow. really well. Yeah. Uh, I got a buddy, so, Michael Michael Russell. He I've never actually met him. I call him a buddy, but he uh, he hunts with Doctor Duck all the time. Oh yeah, yeah. Dennis is an awesome guy. You know, I've I've shared a lot of a lot of oak trees with that guy. That's and, awesome. Uh, so you know, I, I get I'm I'm really fortunate in some of the the circles that I run in and and people that I know. Um, you know, uh, you know, huge like like Brandon Harper. Uh, He's, How did you uh, get kind of your his... foot in the door? How, what, like, okay, you met this guy, then you met this guy. What did it take for you to meet mm-hmm. that guy and this guy? Dude, I met, I meet most people in the duck blind. Like, I met, I met Dennis in the freaking duck woods. I met Brandon Harper that got me into photography in the duck woods. Like, how did you, you meet know, him I in met, the duck woods? Like, oh, backing in a boat. I meet him at the hey, boat ramp. I meet him at the boat ramp. I mean, I tried to, I mean, that's a problem with a lot of guys that hunt. They, they talk, you know, I get it. Like, during duck season, I was telling this to David. I'm like, you know, all of us duck hunters, like we're friends, you know, when it's not duck season. And then, you but when it's talk. duck season, we we shit talk all the time. And there's the the, the thing about that is like, oh look who effing showed up at the ramp now. Like, oh look at these guys, and yeah. you're just, you know, complaining all the time. You know, if 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 everybody's got the right etiquette, and you know, they're not gonna freaking 
if they do the right thing and people are cool, I, man, walk over and say hi to somebody, you know, say hi to somebody at the boat ramp. I mean, you never know who you're going to, who's there. Exactly. Um, most people are cool, you know, yeah. and if they're not, I mean, and I, and that's off. what I, I, on every episode, I've stressed that, that we need to have etiquette. We need to, we need to change right. the game. Like it's, there's no point in being a dick. Like it's no. not going to get you anywhere. No. And the thing is like, with like with hunting spots and hunting areas, like, trust me, I, I am the number one. I'm not going to tell anybody where I'm at. Like, you know, if somebody asks me where I'm hunting, I'm like, I have no idea. I mean, <laughs> but the thing is, is, but there's, there's no secret areas anymore with the, with, with technology Onyx and everything and... like that. Right. It's, there's no, there's no secret spots. We all have to find it the same. Yeah. You know, so, uh, I mean, I throw roadblocks on social media. I know there's guys out there that just scout on social media and they try to pick apart the area of where people are at. And I mean, I, I'm going to throw roadblocks for you. So, yeah. um, don't, don't try to scout off my Instagram. I mean, it's, <laughs> Because I'm going to throw roadblocks. I'll, I'll rat hole content and then post it some other time. And I may be sitting at the house. I mean, you never know. Yeah. Um, so, but the thing is, is like, just have good etiquette, I think, and just be cool with people. And, you know, we're all guilty of it, of trash talking. I mean, me included. Oh, 100%. But, um, it's, but it's like, you know, everybody, just because there's a guy that's, you know, 100, you know, 300 yards away from me, can't blow a duck call. I mean, there was a time when we all couldn't blow a duck call. Exactly. So, so, you know what I mean? Yeah. Let him do his thing. He's practicing. He's working on it. Yep. We've all, don't be, don't we've, be a dick. Yeah. Don't we've be a all dick. started at the same start line. Right. Right. It, so, it, it really, it, it aggravates me when, when, when somebody doesn't help somebody else out. We're all after the same thing. Right, man. And but there's plenty of, there's plenty of everything to go around. Like, exactly. If you, if you want, for the guys that want to work for it. Yeah. Nothing's going to be, nothing's going to happen easy. Like nothing. Exactly. If it does, then you got, then you just got really lucky because 99% of the time it's not going to be easy. Right. No matter what you do, I, from what I've learned, you know, in business and life and hunting. Right. Nothing is going to be easy. So just be prepared for the grind. Enjoy it. Take your bumps and bruises and keep rolling on. Keep rolling. So I want to go back to you said you own a media or a, a film media business. What? Yeah, so Kimber Creek Media um, is uh, is is our film our film and, and I mean we do websites we do I mean we do all kinds of stuff um, you know we do uh, content management for different companies um, stuff like that so it's a pretty fun gig. Yeah. Uh, what does it not take? Absolutely. What's it take to run? that business how, how do you make it so successful successful i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't call it successful yet i mean we're still in the in the early stages we're i mean we're we're getting we're 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 getting there right uh, i wouldn't chalk it up as it's you know uber successful right at this point in time but but it's a grind like we're, we're in the middle of that like it's just part of the growth cycle of it and you've got um, you got guys going everywhere filming stuff and people are contacting i, you. I mean it's just me it's just me and david yeah, right david. at this okay. point Kimber okay. Creek. yep so David is really, really talented at um, video editing, and 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 uh, and so we're, you know, he's a huge, he's a huge key of it all. How did David um, come into play? How, where did you find David? Was oh, David so he friend? came, he came through. Well, no, he came through um, through Accurate. I hired him to because we we were gonna we had Kimber Creek, which actually I do the content for my. I use Kimber Creek to do the content for my roofing business. And so I did, uh, I, I had put an ad out on Indeed um, looking for video guys. And uh, David was part of the, 
part of the one of the ones that I can't that, that I interviewed and um, he blew those guys out of the door out of the water. So uh, he didn't have a background in you know hunting or outdoors or anything like that. He actually came from Vegas, um, wow. but he's man he's taken uh, he hasn't pulled the trigger on a duck yet, but he's went on some epic duck hunts. Wow. Um, so next year is our goal is he's going to be, we're going to put a shotgun in his hand next year. So yes. we're, I'm we pretty, I'm going to be, I'm going to be, I'm going to be videoing him doing this. And that's what I'm, it's going to, I'm going to be stoked. Are you going to put a Benelli in his hands? Man, I don't know. I shoot all kinds of stuff. I mean, I mean, in, in my arsenal right now, I've got, a, I've got a Browning. I've got two Brownings, a Winchester or a Rete. Uh, how do you like the Rattay? I want to touch on that. How do you like You know, the- I, I like Rattay. And, the, and I'm going to tell you one thing about Rattay is that the people at Rattay are, will take care of you, I mean, hands down. I, I worked with uh, the guys at Rattay for a while. And, I, I mean, hands down. I mean, it's a great gun. There was a couple, you know, a couple things that, um, you know, I was having some issues with some the triggering system in it. Uh, but I mean, they send me, I mean, I just made a phone call, send me a new one. Um, no questions asked, you know, so it's, you know, and I, go, I went to a gun shop here, um, where I'm at, where I'm hunting right now. And I went over and talked to them about it and they they said the same thing. I mean, they, they move a lot of Rete, you know, it's a, it's a great gun. It's lightweight. It's, I mean, and it's, Rete I mean, it is, awesome. the, is Rete's the internals of a Benelli, right? Or no? I think it feels a lot like a Benelli. I mean, the whole gun yeah. looks like reminds me of like a like the first the black the first black eagle right um it, it reminds me a lot of that but one thing i really like about that retay is the trigger system in it because you can pull it out really quick to clean it yeah. um or you know work on it and push it back together i mean you don't have to disassemble the whole firearm yeah. which is really great and they have a board barrel um versus you know that i mean it's just it patterns a lot better um it's a it's an all-around great gun i i, I really think i really love it you know, the only gun I've never owned is a Benelli. Really? So I've never owned one. Um, oh, my. We got to change it. I've you shot, me to send I've you shot one? everything. Yeah, go ahead. Golly. I'll give you my We got we to gotta get that. You'll, once you shoot a Benelli, you will get rid of everything else. That's what I hear. That's I shoot an A5 thing. right now. Um, I shoot the new model A5. It's, I, I just kill with that with that gun, man. I just um, I love it. I've been shooting it forever. Um, what about know, Beretta? That, you got a Beretta? I'm not a I'm not a Beretta fan. My dad's got a Beretta, and it's as heavy as uh, it's like carrying I, a damn pallet of bricks. It's yeah, so it, heavy. It was like swinging a two by four, and I, yeah. I just I'm not a, I'm not a Beretta fan. I'm sure some guys love them. I don't. I do not. They're not for me. Yeah. Um, you know, I've got a buddy of mine. He's a competition skeet guy. And he's a Beretta fan. I'm like, yeah, but you can't take that gun to the freaking take it out here in one degree and see if it operates. Yeah. It will not operate. No, um, I can't do Beretta. Yeah, so. I can't get. I, don't, mm-hmm. I just don't like it. They're too heavy, and but, it's. I yeah. do. I will give them this though. I do like the cheek pad on the, on the stock. I do. I do like sure. that because it's it's a little bit higher. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, you know, the deal. I mean, it's like anything else. Everybody's gonna have their opinion on you know on everything. But um, as far as to answer your question, man, you know, Retay, I, I think they're great. I think they're kind of one of the newer guys on the block. But I yeah. think. You're gonna see a lot of great stuff coming from them. Um, I kind of want one. Know. They got one at my at the local gun store for uh, I think it's like nine hundred bucks, and it's set up perfect already. You got the uh, the rail for a red dot. Be a great turkey gun. Yeah, like they're the sweet, gun? man. I'm I do, man. I suck at it. 
But uh, I killed uh, my. It's just because I, I, I can never find any birds. I mean, we don't have any, a lot of birds, and I mean, at least where I hunt in Texas, and and then when I go, I go to my lease, and there's supposedly a lot of turkeys there. I think I don't think they're there. Just come, my go ahead, still up and start here. packing bags, come to North Carolina. We'll get you on some birds here. Yeah, I need I need to come blast on some because yeah. I uh, I suck. That is an adrenaline <laughs> rush from hell. Like being oh, able to talk to those them. birds and they yeah. they respond back, and you just it's like cold chills. Like here we go, it's game time. Yeah, they're they're awesome. I, you know, it's happened. It's worked for me a couple times, but uh, I got an invite to go out to North Central Oklahoma uh, this spring, so I'm going to try to get my daughter on one. My father in law is a huge huge turkey hunter. Um, he, he, he chases them just about as hard as I chase waterfowl. Yeah. So I think that uh, turkeys I'm, is right behind ducks for me. Yeah. I love them, man. It's, it's a lot of fun. I wish you could shoot more of them, but, yeah. uh, yeah, they're, 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 they're super good eating. So, oh yeah. I love them. Fry them up little, little turkey nuggets. Yeah. So one thing I learned on these turkeys is so most people throw the thighs and legs away, right? They don't, they don't use them. Right. So what I found, I, and I, I hunt for I hunt for a sport, of course, but my main thing I hunt for is I I, I like to eat everything, right? So I'm going to cook everything. I'm going to figure out a way to work to eat it somehow. Right. Um, yeah. So I I started, you know, I, when I was cleaning these turkeys, I was like, damn, there's a lot of freaking meat on these, you know, these legs and these and these thighs. And I, I talked to my father. He's like, no, nah, man, you can't you can't do nothing with them. It's too tough. I've tried. I'm like, mm. and you said, so I, hold so my I, beer. Watch this. Hold my beer. So what I did is I thought. Well, I'm just going to grind them up. So I ground I ground them all up, and I made ground turkey out of it. Uh, I took the big pieces of, like, you know, tendon out of the legs. Yeah. Um, and then I just grab, put it, ran it through my grinder twice, and I make turkey burgers out of it, and it's freaking good, dude. Like, yeah, you can throw a little bit of um, – you can throw a little bit of, uh, you know, egg and uh, corn, you know – and, and breadcrumbs and it, it will just you know as a binder yeah and freaking is awesome i've never had a turkey burger <clears throat> oh they're awesome i can't do it i can't get behind it if i'm gonna eat a burger i want i want like beef or like you know yeah. like I, I just these are good dude. like yeah it'll change it'll change your thoughts on it um maybe if i had duck cooking i grind up duck and make burgers out of duck i mean we do I mean, I make everything. Why don't you I mean, send me a, a cold cooler of all of your, all of your specialties, and that might change my ways. Dude, you can just go to the Scattered Chef YouTube channel and just cook it yourself. I mean, I can't cook. It'd be I can, way better if you want me to cook. You're getting a bowl of cereal. That's bad. See, that's like my wife. You know, she. You know what she makes for dinner is reservations. That's what she <laughs> makes. That, like that's me what she's and your wife have that in common. That is yes. Yeah. I. She's like. I, I'm not now kidding. I'm gonna give her this. Like she cooks, um, she can freaking cook a badass fried chicken, and I get to have it only on my birthday. Mm. So she only cooks that once a year, and then she can make uh, like a like this black bean salsa that's pretty good, and okay. Okay. spaghetti. That's about it. I will say, Other okay, than that, I'm screwed. I, I will say, I can do. I will say, hands down, I've got the best New York strip in the game. Worcestershire sauce, Dano's seasoning, the green bottle, on the Traeger at 325, 
and I'm telling you, it is the best steak you will ever have. I won't. I don't get a steak out anymore. Now that I figured it out on the Traeger, I won't order a steak yeah. out. Well, you can make waterfowl taste exactly the same. Show me your ways. I'm about to get on YouTube okay. after this and start looking up. You need recipes. to. Yeah, you need to go. The Scattered Chef, YouTube, check that out. Make sure you subscribe to it. Oh, yeah. Tell, uh, so, yes, while we're on that, the liking and the sharing and the subscribing, tell the listeners where we can find the the cooking, the the filming, the roofing. Where can we find all yeah, that? Yeah, so, so, you know, I'm a huge social media guy. Instagram my, is probably my main platform. So, Spencer underscore one is my main uh, my main account on Instagram. You can also go and check out Kimmer Creek Media. Um, you can uh, see the Scattered Chef on there. And then YouTube, same thing, Kimmer Creek Media, Scattered Chef. Uh, roofing is accurate roof systems. We have a lot of cool content there. If you if you really cut into that, it's still roofing. No one's really yeah, thrilled nobody, by it, but it's cool. Nobody cares about it, but we're Nobody cares. It. But, but um, <laughs> I'm going to tell you one thing. and, I, and uh, In order to for you know, everybody that's on social media that's on there. And if you have, it's so important. I'm going to tell you guys how important it is to, if you see some content on there that, that was amusing or you liked it or was informative, do that, that content creator a favor and you don't have to follow them, but just give them a like and make a comment that is so huge and can help your friends out. You know, like I, I can't explain to you how much like, uh, that helps um, content grow when it's shared and liked and things like that. Like too many people don't, um, you know, I, I make sure I, if, I, if there's anything that I like, I make sure I throw, throw a like on it or make a comment because it's to that content creator. Somebody, some people are trying to grow things like your podcast and yeah. things like that. Like it's so important for people to share this podcast. If you like it for any reason, share it to somebody it takes you two seconds and it's it it, it goes such a long way yeah i um, agree I fully to, to agree help things that. to help things grow yeah so do that tip of the day right there it is tip of the day you heard it there tip um, of the day. Right. so um where was i going i was going somewhere with your with your rant i liked it um where was i gonna go with that mm, i lost it i lost it um, all right, so what are we, what, what, all right, so we're recording this on a Sunday, so tomorrow, are we hunting tomorrow, what do we got tomorrow? Yeah, we going yeah, to so in? tomorrow, we, you know, we're in a, uh, we're in a monster cold front, so we, um, we couldn't even get out to really scout today, it's, I mean, it's literally blowing snow right now, so I saw some birds on the way out on a hole that I, uh, when I was, when I was packing back in. I'm probably going to set up on those. There's about five or six hundred there, so I think it's going to be good enough for the set. But it was the wind is going to be wrong for that hole. Yeah. So I may, I may have to just pull hail, hail mary and see what happens. But so many birds in the area that uh, I mean, we may have a, a pretty decent shoot. I'm going to get. I'm going to. I'm going to be hunting with the guys from uh, Banded Coots. I don't know if you ever heard of them. Yes. Yes. Uh, so I got. So I got Kelly and Tuck and Dewey that are coming down. I did some film work with them last year, uh, and, and we became pretty good friends. And so um, they're going to come hunt with me and uh, see if we can't get on. Those guys are a nut. If you if you want some good, funny stuff to watch, yeah, uh, check out Bandicoots. Those guys are hilarious, good friends of mine. That's um, awesome. Yeah, so they're going to head down here uh, hopefully today. So we'll see. That's awesome. Um, 
Yeah, so pretty cool. Heck yeah. But yeah, so that's the plan in the morning. We're going to try to get on them. I'm not going to take a dog. We're going to have to just get them, uh, get them with the boat. It, my dog had a rough time this morning. It was too cold on her. So mm. I'm going to leave your her. dog? She's four. Uh, I'm getting ready to be four in July. So. What kind of dog? Uh, Black Lab. There and I go. got her from uh, Blazing Gun Dogs down in uh, down in Spring, Texas. Uh, Tim Seguin, huge, huge, another great friend of mine. I like he, you know, he trains with no e-collars, which is uh, really awesome to to work dogs like this. He he really concentrates on working dogs with just their own drive, and his style is really great. Um, his dogs are really great. Uh, he, you know. I, if anybody's looking for a dog, I suggest getting one from Tim for, if you can get in the door, he's, uh, he's on a huge, I think a two year waiting list to get wow. in, but, um, his, his dogs are really great there. It's different running these type of dogs because they, uh, man, they just, they're, they're just different. It's, um, you know, since they don't have e-collars and things like that, which they listen super well, but they do it because they want to. So it's just, yeah. it's just really easy to work them. Um, you know, you're not, you're not having to yell at your dog all day. And, you know, all, uh, I mean, you, none of that. It's, uh, it's really great to work these dogs. So, but no, Creek's going to stay here. Um, she's going to, she's laying right next to me right now, passed out. She worked really hard today. And, uh, I made the guys get the last like 10 birds for her because she was just, she was covered in ice. She was about, I think she's about to give out. I fired up a buddy heater and made her get warm. And, uh, wow. so she, She's passed out right now. That's awesome. Uh, That's awesome. She's gonna, I'm going to give her the day off. She's been, she's worked the last week every day hard. So mm, I'm going to give yeah. her the day off and let her recoup a little bit. There you go. There you go. Well, Gabe, yep. I, I appreciate your time, man. That was uh, bet, man. that was awesome. I'd like to do a part two. I don't know if you're up for it. but Anytime, man. Anytime you want to you jump on here, uh, let me know. I'm, I'm always down. That's um, awesome. Always got some crazy crap to talk about. Oh so. yeah, you're a you're a renaissance man. You got you're full of stories, and I definitely want to well, pick you apart. I just you know, I uh, just full of bullshit, really. So, <laughs> all right, and man. I, well, I appreciate right, it. Cool. This is episode six on the podcast. I appreciate you, Gabe. You betcha, man. Thanks, man. Bye.